everyone. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. This is episode 40, and I'm your host, Cat Wonders. Episode 40. I've got another, <laughs> trying to do math, um, another 12 episodes before it's officially been one year of podcasting, which is crazy. I, okay, a couple things before I start. I'm sweating and I might take off this sweater that looks really cute with this matching top. What isn't cute are my bra straps showing with the pink, but I think my hair will cover it. I just have to take it off. Otherwise I'm gonna sweat to death. Oops. All right, let's just do that. Another thing, my hair. I have put texturizing spray over my entire head of hair to just try to get some sort of volume. I was watching, I think it was like, I was just scrolling through Instagram stories or something and this chick's hair was amazing. And I don't have a ton of hair. It used to be a lot thicker, but as I age, I my hair gets a little thinner. <laughs> um, also, I try to do my best to not like use a lot of heat on my hair. I let my hair air dry. I don't really ever use a blow dryer. But anyway, I'm trying to get some sort of volume with this length, it's tough. If my hair was this short, then I could make it stick out to here, but I can't when it's this long. So um, I kind of might, I might look like I've got like, like I just got shagged hair. <laughs> but that's what's going on, okay? I better, <laughs> I probably regret not checking out my hair. It's definitely, I don't know, something's going on. Something, but is it what I want? I don't really know. Also, I have a confession. I went cross country skiing today on my property and I usually like bring myself like a little coffee or like never hot chocolate because it's full of sugar but just something warm in my thermos tea or coffee and uh, today I did coffee and maple whiskey it's a Tuesday <laughs> but I was just feeling it you know sometimes you just have a drink midweek I mean I drink midweek all the time when I film but I knew that I was filming today I'm gonna have a drink so I thought I'm just gonna throw some maple whiskey into my coffee and I'm telling you, it's really good. It's not super sugary like Bailey's or Carol Ann's or whatever you throw in your coffee, but I just thought that I would share that with you and uh, I'm a little bit tipsy from it still. <laughs> I think I did 50-50. <laughs> no, I actually didn't, but um, it's funny if I drink early on in the day, like I have brain fog for the rest of the day. But anyway, today, uh, it's the first time I filmed that I don't have like a written script in front of me. I've typed it all in my phone. And in fact, I stopped a couple of times skiing because I was writing notes as to what to talk about today. <laughs> so it's just what you get, man. This is how I work. Sometimes things are last minute, but that's sometimes the best when it's not pre-planned, right? All right, so today is a true cocktail. This is what I had in my fridge, Diet Pepsi. <laughs> and milk. <laughs> so I decided to concoct a cocktail with Pepsi. I've got a, a fresh lime by chance and I've got my handy dandy Black's Distillery Vodka and I've also got lots, I shouldn't say lots, but some of the Saint Germain elderflower liqueur left over. This is a super unique liqueur. So if you add this to a drink, you're gonna get questions. People, they're gonna say like, why, like, what am I tasting? What is this? It is super good. It's very sugary. It's pretty much, I don't know. You know, it's funny. This is sort of, I'm veering off here, but I thought that, oh, what the? <laughs> Whoa, 
<laughs> squirrel. <laughs> I, oh, see, I just distracted myself. I forgot what I was going to say. Um, it'll come back to me. Nope, it's not coming back. I just noticed that there's this like emblem bubble on the top of this bottle. Check it out. The details, I mean, I just love it. I was talking about, God, I almost need to stop the video and rewind. <laughs> See what happens when I drink in the morning? Actually, it was kind of early, early afternoon, but um, anyway, so let's just get back on track. I'm gonna concoct a cocktail out of these ingredients. And I just wanna say that this is new. This special, oops, there goes my straw. What was I talking about? No, <laughs> just joking. Um, when I go to the city and to the mall, I always stop in anthropology. And if you don't know what anthropology is, it's a kind of eclectic type store. There's hippie type shit in there. There's really nice expensive stuff. There's hair clips. <laughs> There's really nice kind of almost like foreign type, you know, you'll see dishes with like Japanese writing on them and it's just you can go there and just buy all sorts of different shit and you can't find like antiques and stuff there but I love when I can buy something new that's made to look really old and that's where the whole I love 70s inspired stuff and this little chalice or whatever you want to call this um, I saw I had to buy. I also bought another one uh, that's downstairs. Anyway, but I'm okay with like a mix and match type cocktail cabinet. You know what I mean? Where it's not just like all the same, like all the same set. I like eclectic collections. <laughs> uh, so that's what's happening. And because I have the excuse of work, of course my stand doesn't work again. <laughs> Come on. And because this is my job, I can write everything off <laughs> that I buy <laughs> pretty much uh, when it comes to this sort of thing. But um okay so let's i didn't bring my shaker oh frick i forgot ice do i need ice this is chilled do i need ice i don't think i do so let's just get into it this is black's distillery heritage vodka i featured their spirits on the last episode and uh, love them and uh, yes, some Saint Germain, some elderflower liqueur. Now how the elderflower will play off the Pepsi flavor, I don't know what's gonna happen. And to be honest, I like the idea of like a lime wedge in there aesthetically, but is the lime gonna F it up? So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make the drink just with these three ingredients and then add the lime after, but taste it before I do. And I've made cocktails that would have been better without the lime because the lime kind of works a bit funny with... So do I add, I think the Pepsi last. We're using brown liquid, so it doesn't really matter what color the light is. We'll do one ounce of vodka. One ounce, right? <laughs> and one ounce of this. It's like crack to me. If you've never tasted this, you got it. You got to just, I want a flask of this in my backpack. But if it's, I'm in ketosis right now, so I'm on the keto diet. And this would just kick me right out. I think one ounce should be okay. <laughs> one ounce. I wonder if that would be like a cute character idea, like one ounce. <laughs> anyway. One ounce of that. Okay. And then some Diet Pepsi. 
I think I've done it. I think I've done it. <laughs> that is so good. I do think a bit of lime will work because it's lacking a little acidity. Do you wanna know what? I was walking up the stairs with like things in my hand and my arm and like I'm usually bringing something upstairs. I'm, I'm holding my coffee, I grab a knife and I'm, and I'm walking up the stairs like this. I go <laughs> to take a sip of my coffee and I'm like, actually, to be honest, I think I was holding the knife where it was more like this because it was close. And I thought, how stupid would that have been to stab myself in the eye? Um, really stupid. Anyway, <laughs> let's put this knife to good use and I'm going to do one wedge. I know that this is not the right way to do this. Has that stopped me before? No, I should be pre-measuring my shots as well. And I lucked out, you guys. This is a juicy, juicy lime. Sometimes you buy limes and they're dry, 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 and that's no fun. Ooh, but I want the, I want the aesthetic of one on the edge of the glass. Um, oh my God, you guys, when I was a kid, I used to eat lemons like they were oranges. Um, not the best for the enamel on your teeth. <laughs> I also used to, back in the day, McDonald's used to have vinegar packets. Like, you know, like a little ketchup packet, they had vinegar packets. I don't, maybe they still do in some places, but I used to drink the vinegar. Why did I do that? <laughs> I mean, my teeth are pretty okay, but uh, considering they could have been a lot better if I hadn't been consuming straight like acid. <laughs> when I was a kid, I did so much acid. <laughs> Can you tell? All right, let me try it now. <gasps> you guys, it's actually so delicious. Elderflower and Pepsi do work very well together. Just FYI. I didn't bring a cloth again, but hey, it's just lime juice. Probably be pretty sticky actually. <laughs> do you ever do that? Wipe something up with your hand and just like rub it in just so it's gone. I have something called tactile intolerance. And in fact, I might just be copying my mom, but my mom brought that up one time that she has a problem with having things on her fingers. As far as I can remember, having sticky hands was one of the worst childhood memories I've ever had. I think it was actually um, Pop Rocks that spilled. So let me just create the scenario. Driving home after spending the day at the public swimming pool, in the back seat with my best friends that were twins, my sister in the front seat, and we're ha my mom obviously bought us Pop Rocks or some sort of treat from the um, concession at the pool. I proceeded to rip the bag open <laughs> stupidly and of course Pop Rocks just flew everywhere. But because it was summertime, the car was super hot and sweaty. My mom maybe had air conditioning, it wasn't on. You know when you first get into the car in the summertime and it's just like a sauna times 10. Um, so the inside of my thighs, my legs were sticky. My hands were sticky, between my my fingers were sticky, all from this disgusting candy. I shouldn't say disgusting, I freaking love Pop Rocks, but at the time I was like, I hate Pop Rocks. And I remember thinking that if my mom pulled over, I would wash my hands 
in the disgusting gutter full of garbage and probably dog poop. That's how badly I had to get the stickiness off my hands. So I do definitely have issues with things in my hands, having to wash my hands often and not because I'm obsessive about germs. Like that's not what I mean. It's just like if I can feel something on my hands, smell something, like if I grab cat treats. So I have these like greenies cat treats and they leave my hands smelling so bad. And um, just knowing <laughs> this. Anyway, I think a lot of us, it's good. It's a good thing to want to wash your hands if you got something on them. But uh, for me, it's 10 times worse. But the lime isn't sticky. So that was <laughs> that was that tangent. But uh, one of many, maybe this episode, Pepsi. They're just carbonation burps. I just had this vision of like a scoop of vanilla ice cream in this. Have I just... <laughs> I've just unlocked Pandora's box. <laughs> no, I think it would be really good as a float too, for sure. All righty. So my week. Once again, there are extreme weather conditions that are preventing my packages from arriving. However, yesterday I was pleasantly surprised. My dog is losing it. And I know there's a large male cougar on my property because when I was cross-country skiing the other day, there were tracks. And I think there may be a battle about to happen. But maybe not. Hopefully not. <laughs> because my my really docile, adorable dog won't fare well. But I'm sure he'll be fine. I can hear him barking, so he's still alive. So hopefully if you if you hear barking in the background, I apologize. That's just kind of the name of the game at this point. Um, but I received a package yesterday on my doorstep and I was like, oh my God, something's arrived. And I haven't opened it yet <laughs> because that's how much I love you. I waited. In fact, I know it is. <laughs> um, that's the reason why I waited. But this was something that I ordered for my December high tier on Patreon and OnlyFans uh, that just arrived yesterday. So let's just unbox it together. I, I do want you to see the glory of this Sugar Thrills shoe, okay? Here we go. Could you imagine if it wasn't what I thought it was? <laughs> oh! I'm gonna do it down here. Is this double bagged? And why am I opening it like that? Oh, shit. Oh, it's not double bag. This is my favorite brand of all time. And these are the shoes that I really was hoping would arrive on time. They didn't. Thank God there's a zipper. I was like, if I have to undo all those buckles. Okay. These are... <sighs> I want to cry. From happiness. Okay, so I wore some pretty cute Christmas outfits for my high tier. These would have been... Just such a perfect addition to my Christmas high tier. Okay, I want you to see all the elements. 
And if you're listening to this podcast, go to the YouTube video, highly recommend. Oh my God. I mean, what is that? A 10 inch heel? <laughs> anyway, you guys, the opalescence of this leather, pleather, whatever you want to call it, I don't really give a shit, but uh, wow. Wow, 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 I love it. And we'll be sporting it somewhere, either on Patreon or OnlyFans. Uh, sometimes I'll get random people on my property, but it's not for any reason besides the fact that they kind of are wandering on Crown Land because my property backs onto Crown Land. Crown Land means basically the queen owns it, nobody else. Uh, so I have a huge backyard, let's just say. Thousands of acres. <laughs> and... People will wind up wandering onto my property because they see cross-country ski trails. They're like, wow, this must be public. <laughs> Even though there's signs, do not trespass, like private property. Um, they don't really read those or see them or whatever. So typically, if my dog is losing it as he is right now, uh, there are people on my property. But generally, they're snowshoeing or skiing this time of year. So they're not out to like rob me or something so i might just let them realize where they are and then go back <laughs> to where they came from and other than that for this week that is pretty much it no packages again the sun is out right now it is so beautiful um which is something i'm i've been craving for a long time because our winters tend to be dark and long and kind of dreary, unless you can make use of the snow <laughs> and have fun skiing. Um, so it doesn't matter if the sun's out really, but if you can find a bluebird day that's not minus 30 midwinter, take advantage of it. Like right now it's minus three and sunny. And I'm thinking, why aren't I skiing? Oh, because I have a job. <laughs> no, and to be honest, this is just as fun as skiing for me. But uh, I think uh, I might be finished in time to kind of get the last 15 minutes before <laughs> before the sun goes behind the uh, mountains. I almost said the snow. <laughs> My dog. Just giving her out there. All right. I probably should have looked this up because this possibly exists, but I, I don't think it does. I want either myself... <laughs> I'm not a scientist, but I want to conduct a study on how different alcohols affect people differently. I'm talking gin, vodka, whiskey, wine, um, because like the studies that I've read, it says like alcohol, whether it's from like from whatever you're drinking it from, <laughs> like whatever it's it's um, made up of. It's alcohol. Doesn't matter. You're you feel it the same way. It affects you the same way. Besides tequila, I think that's a whole other thing in itself. But I'll tell you what. And there there could there's obviously like external circumstances that that come into play, and you can never like it's not a totally controlled experiment. But I the other day had some vodka in fresca, and um, I was taking down the Christmas tree. <laughs> I was on the phone, like speakerphone, as I was doing it. I realized that I was getting so annoyed with the person I was talking to, like way more annoyed than normal for no reason. And 
horm hormones weren't really playing a part because it's not near the time of the month where my hormones would be kicking in. So I thought, oh, it was so strange that, because I don't normally just drink vodka in Fresca. So I was annoyed and whatever. It was, it was fine. It wasn't anything like too dramatic. But I know like if I'm drinking wine, and that's why I say wine makes me horny, because if I'm having some red wine and taking down the Christmas decorations, I would be in, on a completely different like wavelength. I'd be feeling different. I'd be probably more calm, relaxed, open-hearted. <laughs> I don't know. But essentially, I was like really interesting how I could, I could feel the difference from drinking vodka compared to drinking wine, for example. I know there's got to be something because I've, I've heard it many times. People wouldn't just say that for no reason. You know, like I know people that are adamant about the fact that whiskey makes them crazy, like or whiskey makes them want to fight. But if they drink something else, they're fine that night. So there is something to it. But I don't know if has there ever been a study conducted where you have like a controlled group of people where you put them through different tests and but you don't tell them what liquor they're drinking. I mean, pfft. They could probably tell, right? Because if they're drinking gin, they could taste it. But, you know, it just, just to see what kind of personality changes occur when they consume different types of alcohol. I'm interested, you know, and it's probably good to know, like, what to avoid in certain social groups. <laughs> Say you're with your, your family and, um, you know, you don't want to fight with your aunt again for like the fifth year in a row. Maybe just avoid the gin or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I thought it would be interesting. There's probably more truth to it that than, than that's been proven, than has been proven, than has been proven. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so I want to take a quick moment to thank today's podcast sponsor, Adam and Eve. So if you're like me, you like to play with yourself. <laughs> um, and we've all experimented with toys and we've all been there and realized, hmm, how convenient are sex toys? <laughs> Very convenient and uh, just a lot of fun. And there's so many different types in the market. And so I want to say like the culture, today's culture is very accepting of self-pleasure and um, kind of going in that direction when it comes to your solo sex life. Um, for me, I've got quite a wide very variety of sex toys. The majority of them have come from adamandeve.com. That's the truth. And uh, my tickle trunk <laughs> is almost full, but I still have room for more, uh, which is great news because they are offering 50% off one toy or whatever it is you want on their website. They also have lingerie. They've got all different types of things, but 50% off with code Kitty. Um, and that will get you half off something new. Maybe you want to try. So 50% off one item and free shipping within the US and Canada. Some exclusions do apply, but check it out. So 20% of Adam and Eve's profit goes to help fight the spread of HIV around the world which is awesome. So they've been in business for over 50 years. They offer 24 seven customer service, discreet shipping, which is actually a big deal. And I know this because I've ordered some pretty wild things and not that I care what people think, but if it's coming to your door is one thing, but also when you live in a small town, discreet shipping, uh, is appreciated. And they also offer 90 day hassle-free returns. So if it's not the right fit, <laughs> 
just return it. So a big thank you to Adam and Eve for sponsoring this podcast. Let's get back to our regular programming. So if you had a day to yourself, all by yourself, no one else, how would you spend it? So for me, I'm often by myself. But one thing is, is I happen to be the type of person that really enjoys being by myself and spending time with myself. I do know people that have a hard time doing things on their own, like even going for lunch by themselves. They need to have a friend with them. Otherwise, they feel really strange. I used to feel this way when I was younger in school because eating your lunch alone, you kind of look like a bit of a loser with no friends. Uh, the reality was, is I pretty much was a loser with no friends. Not a loser in the sense that I felt like I was one, but, you know, kids are mean. And that's was, that was like the name they would call you. What a loser, you know? So I was terrified of doing things alone, really, when I was younger, um, until I got a bit older and I realized I could just go for lunch by myself. Like, I don't need someone to go to or an excuse even. I could just go out and eat. And from there, it kind of grew to actually seeking out trips and activities to do on my own. And I was listening to some guy rant on TikTok about if you can't hang out with yourself then what kind of idiot are you like if you need other people around you all the time then you got problems or something and I was like well I don't know if I really agree with that wholly but you should be able to hang out with yourself so if I'm alone for the day I would probably sleep in a little I don't like to sleep in a lot just because then I just it makes me feel like shit for the rest of the day <laughs> So sleep in a bit, probably go through emails and stuff on my phone in my bed in the morning, reach over, grab the, I'm assuming I'm staying in a five-star hotel. <laughs> Let's just be real here. <laughs> reach over, grab the breakfast menu, look at it, decide whether I want to go out for a walk and get breakfast or order it in. And because if I'm by myself and cruising around town or wherever I am, I want to look good. So do I order breakfast and ease it, eat it, ease it? Ease it. <laughs> Eat it at, as I get ready. Or do I want to get ready and then go out to eat? So say this particular day I decide that I'm going to order breakfast in. Eggs Benny, some nice coffee, orange juice. This is my fantasy day, so I'm eating carbs. <laughs> um, and just really enjoying the breakfast, hanging out, and then I'm off on an adventure. I'm not one to go like visit a museum by myself or I like to kind of explore and not really commit to anything and sort of float around and wind up here and there and always have the safety and security of Uber in my back pocket if I need to ride back because <laughs> I wander too far. Um, and I just like the idea of cruising around, seeing things, probably picking a couple things up here and there, doing some shopping and looking forward to planning my dinner. Now, I do want to say if I'm going to like a really lavish dinner, I do like to be with somebody. I can go for dinner on my own, look good, have fun with myself, but there is something to be said for having a date. However, so I, I would say I would be planning more around the quality of the food that I'm eating by myself, like ordering it from, I don't know, DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatever to my room, then going, getting ready and going out to eat. You know what I mean? I'd rather have the food delivered to my hotel and put up like find my favorite podcast, YouTube channel, movie, you name it, and veg out, probably run myself a big, great big bubble bath, bring my favorite vibrator, <laughs> 
from adamandeve.com and uh, just have myself a good old night and probably go to bed fairly early, depending on <laughs> the kind of toys I brought with me. But <laughs> no, um, that would be sort of it. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm kind of just dropping myself downtown Calgary and going from there. Like, but if I was somewhere else, Berlin or something, then I'd probably want to see what I could see. Like one of the a great suggestion I have for people that travel a lot, and typically people that travel a lot know this already, but in case you haven't heard this before, I will go to TripAdvisor in whatever town I'm in and go like top 10 things to do in blank. So like in Berlin. And then there'll be places and things to do that I had no idea existed. And uh, sometimes it's like, oh shit, there's like a ghost tour at midnight. If you show up here and pay this much, then you can kind of go on as if I would ever have known that unless I looked it up. So, but TripAdvisor can be a little sneaky sometimes where they will, I think people can pay to have the best reviews put first and then all like the shittier reviews like any reviews three stars or less like three out of five stars will be pushed down so if i was running a hotel i could pay TripAdvisor more to have my five star reviews put first so always check the date or and the filter so if you go to TripAdvisor and say you're in berlin and you want to go top 10 things to do or top 10 places to stay then make sure your filter is like set to date not whatever filter they have it on so that way you you have the most current reviews of the place uh because i <laughs> i spent a lot of money one time on a trip to mexico it was cancun what was the name of the resort it was like something paradise island deluxe or something it was a five-star resort and uh reviews were great photos were amazing like five-star reviews one after the other and i was like this is the place to go get there um the first thing that the people tried to do was like hustle me into upgrading to uh what do they call it like uh VIP, which normally would cost this, but because we have extra space right now, like why don't you upgrade to VIP? You just have to become this kind of member and which wound up being some sort of strange freaking, I don't know, timeshare type bullshit. So I spent like an hour with these people, finally realized that it's a total scam. So I was already pissed off as soon as I got there. I was like, God, like they wasted all this time. You know, you're exhausted from traveling and this and that. And then get to the room, which is 60 blocks from the freaking beach. Okay, so the photos are like, you know, rooms right on the ocean and you just have to be super careful because like the, the, the resort was like narrow and really long. So <laughs> um, I was like, well, I was pretty close to the, like the reception, which meant I was the farthest away from the beach. Get to the room and there's a gap underneath my door like this much, like an inch. So of course, with the door closed, you can hear everything that's going on out there. And I bring earplugs and typically like things so I can rest well, which wound up being a good thing because I complained about the gap in the door, not only because of the sound, but I was like, what kind of freaking bugs are going to be crawling into my room? <laughs> Um, and there was sand all over the floor. Anyway, this is supposed to be a five-star resort. I find out later that there's like 998 rooms in this resort. They're understaffed. They're over, um, populated, over-occupied or something. Anyway, there's more people there than usual for whatever reason. And it was literally should have been three out of five. It was labeled a five out of five, which is not accurate, not great. And then I started going back on TripAdvisor going like, how are these people actually saying this? Filter to date, one star, one star out of five. Like people were pissed. Same reason that I was pissed. There's also like a, 
because it was so far from the beach, I really had to plan my day around getting to the beach. There was a, like a trolley that would go around, pick you up and go. It was always, always, always full. So meaning there were lineups to take the trolleys back to the people's rooms. I can walk, okay? But when I've had a few cocktails, I got sand burns on my feet and I'm ready to go back to my room. I don't want to have to plan for half an hour of walking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and the trolleys were always full. There was one. There should have been six in circulation because of the amount of people there weren't. Maybe there were originally and they broke down. I don't know. Um, so it was kind of annoying and really disappointing because of the amount of money that I spent. But lesson learned. And if you're listening to this right now, then take warning. Read TripAdvisor reviews, because you're gonna get real reviews, but freaking change the filter to up to date, like to recently posted, not whatever they paid to have their, <laughs> only post five-star reviews for like the first six pages and then start, <laughs> anyway, yeah. My friends are snowmobiling right now with all my sleds and they're just coming back right now. Might get a little loud. So now it's time for a segment that I like to call Cat Bags. So Cat Facts is a segment where I like to find facts online that I've never heard before that I find interesting and maybe make this podcast slightly <laughs> educational. <laughs> um, if you're curious about any of these facts, then you must do your own research because I'm just reading shit from the internet and it could be totally made up, but I found it interesting. <laughs> so I don't want to misinform you, but uh, I trust that these are actual facts. A Chinese farmer who quit school in third grade spent 16 years teaching himself law to sue a chemical company for polluting his village. Wang Enlin could not afford to buy all the law books he studied at local bookstore, at a local bookstore, so he paid the store in bags of corn to let him sit and read. He copied all the information by hand and learned what he could with the help of, the, of a dictionary. Uh, he won the case in 2017. This is the picture. That's him. Wow. I've often thought like if I was sent to prison for something like murder, if I wasn't in like a maximum security prison where they wouldn't allow like even for you to open a letter because there might be, you could make a weapon out of paper or something, but to study and just get super smart about something, put myself through law school, you know what I'm saying? And then come out a whole new woman. Maybe I might be 90, but I'm still a lawyer. A guy named Dale Schroeder grew up poor in Iowa. Never married, had no children, and worked as a carpenter at the same company for 67 years and only owned two pairs of jeans. He spent his life savings to send 33 students to college. I guess, you know, like when you're a simple person, you only, you get enjoyment out of eating two eggs in the morning, feeding your chickens, you know, like fishing and putting two pairs of jeans on your whole life, then, you know, what do you do with your life savings? Like, you're not gonna change your whole life to spend your money, you know what I mean? A group of women called the Nine Nanas kept a secret for decades that not even their husbands knew. For 30 years, they met at 4 a.m. and anonymously paid bills and bought clothes for people in need. Each care package came with a homemade pound cake and a note that read, somebody loves you. How nice is that? The Nine Nanas. They met at 4 a.m. once a week, every day. <laughs> Probably not every day for 30 years, but um, that's super sweet. Dolly Parton has a program that will mail your child a free age-appropriate book once a month from birth to age five. What's 12 times five? 62? 
<laughs> Did I do the math right? <laughs> 60. I was two off. Okay. Just two. So 60 books. No obligation. No catch. She just wants to make sure that every child has books. And you know what? To be honest, I feel like Dolly Parton is that kind of person. Like deep down, I really think that she's a genuinely good person. Super talented. I watched her play a random tune she wrote for Johnny Carson. Look it up on YouTube if you can. Maybe I'll link it. If I don't, I apologize. <laughs> Saying like she wrote a song to Johnny Carson. She was playing the guitar and her, her nails are like freaking three inches long. And I'm thinking, how is she doing it? Like picking is one thing, but like, okay. I play guitar. I taught myself to play guitar. I can't read music. I read tabs. And I literally, what do I have in my hand? Anyway, I can't, I can pick with my fingernails, which is great, but I can't push down the cords because the angle that I need to, my nails are in the way. So since I've had my nails done, I really haven't played guitar. Anyway, so that's why I noticed the fact that she was playing so perfectly three inch nails, probably two inch nails, but like, whoa. Anyway, Dolly, love you imagine she's listening to the podcast well thanks <laughs> she's not 90 but i don't know she might be they say money doesn't grow on trees but there's a dog in colombia that would certainly argue with that the clever pooch started paying for biscuits with tree leaves after seeing students pass banknotes to a food stall attendant in exchange for the tasty treats oh, that's so cute he decided to try it for himself one day and after getting the results he wanted he's been doing it ever since so dogs saw people giving money and getting something in return so he started to find leaves in the forest and bringing them i think this might be an actual photo look at this dog paying paying for his treats so adorable i read that and i was like oh my god okay a millionaire announced he would bury his bentley in his afterlife after lots of negative reactions, he revealed the people bury things that are much more valuable than cars and nobody seems to care. So he was promoting organ donation, you know, as opposed to burying a perfectly healthy human body, I guess, that could potentially donate their organs. So I get it. I definitely get it. And yeah, well, that just... <laughs> made me feel a little sad. All right, that concludes Cat Facts. Okay. If you could do anything illegal without getting caught, what would you do? My first thought was to rob a bank. <laughs> but then I think, well, say you could do something illegal without getting caught, but it doesn't mean you're not affecting somebody else, right? So if I were to go into the vault and like grab all the diamonds and the jewelry and then you're stealing from somebody else. And just because you don't get caught doesn't mean that you don't feel guilty about robbing someone. So I thought, okay, if it was a bank, a really wealthy bank had a vault with actual cash, maybe that's what I would do. Otherwise, I was trying to think like, what illegal activity would I do without getting caught? I wanna know your answer. What would you do if you could 100% get away with it and it would never leer over you for your the rest of your days, you wouldn't have to worry about somebody figuring it out, what would you do? Like I said, that would be my answer. Like gold bars. But no, you know what? That's dumb because <laughs> I'm strong. But if you're stealing gold bars, you better have a freaking entourage of people helping you <laughs> because you could probably have about 10 on each arm without maybe, maybe 20, but how far are you really gonna get? But if I was guaranteed to get away with it, then yeah, I'd, I'd grab as much as I could. <laughs> How did she break her back? She tried to steal 15 gold bars per arm and people are like, oh, that's dumb. Okay, what 
is the biggest risk you've ever taken? I thought long and hard about this because I'm not a huge risk taker. My sister is more of a risk taker, I should say. Like she's got a lot more guts than I do. But a while ago I was contacted by a company called DocFinder Korea, out of Korea, and they offered me any type of plastic surgery that I wanted in exchange for documenting the entire process. So I, at the time, and still now don't really feel the need for any type of plastic surgery. And, but they mentioned that you or like a close friend or family member, and I brought it up to my mom and my mom was like, hell yeah, <laughs> give me a full facelift. Let's just do it. And um, I got back to them. I said, my mom is gung ho. I was a bit nervous because I'm like, it's my mom. I really don't want her looking any different, you know, but th if this is what she wants, it just scared me, like the risk, everything else. And I thought this is probably only 50% legit anyway. So we, I wrote back to them and said, look, my mom would be interested. Um, this is kind of what we're thinking. Okay, send pictures of your mom back. And I did that. And then they were like, okay, this is going to work out perfectly. Um, book your flights. We'll send you money for flights. And then I booked the flights and they sent me the money for the flights. And I was like, okay, I think this is actually happening. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I kept this nightmare that this was fake and that we'd show up in Korea and uh, one of two things either be kidnapped for our organs <laughs> or nobody would be there to even meet us you know what I mean but they'd sent me a good amount of money because flights to Korea from Canada on Air Canada are not super cheap right and we didn't like buy first class tickets or whatever but we flew all the way to Korea we we flew um Air Canada to Japan and then from Japan to Seoul Korea. And uh, I'll tell you the relief that I felt when I saw that it was actually Eugenia was her name, um, our Korean kind of tour guide waiting there with my name on a little board. Every bit of like anxiety, because up until that moment, I really didn't know what we were getting ourselves into. I'd signed some things. Um, they, I'd seen um, influencers they'd worked with before. But still, I so I would say that that was probably the biggest risk I ever took with just shipping myself somewhere, <laughs> going somewhere specific, uh, especially a foreign country like that. And uh, it wound up working out great. Everything was legit. My mom had her surgery. She looks like a million bucks. And uh, so it was the best, like best decision ever. But at the same time, it was a bit of a risk. Like there were many times where I was like, I can't go. Like, this is dumb. The, this doesn't even make sense. Like how, like there's over 50,000 US dollars worth of free surgery she's getting. Like, how was this even possible? And anyway, but it worked out great. So sometimes taking big risks uh, pay off, but not always. So, you know, it is, that's why it's a risk, I guess. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is random, but I thought I would bring it up. What is going on with my hair? I don't even know what to do with it. <laughs> Voila. All right. If someone gave you an envelope with your death date inside of it, would you open it? So here I am, some magical, mythical human, and I know the date of your death. And here it is in an envelope. Would you open it? There are obvious cons and some pros. Um, and... What I want to know is if you know the date of your death, does that change? So if I was going to die in 2050, 
would I start jumping out of windows? <laughs> would my death date change because I found out that I was going to die in 30 years as opposed to like in a week? So what I like, it's kind of changes things a little bit. So how like, you, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I definitely would not open it. And here's why. I would never want to change the way I live my life or think about my life because of my death date. Finding out really how you die, but not when you die is more intriguing to me. You know, like obviously if it's like a plane crash, then you just don't ever get on a plane, but somehow you still will. But no, I think I'm one of those people where I would rather not know and I'd rather it just be totally natural. But then there are people that are like, absolutely, I'd like to know. Because say people that have kids, they want to, you know, and it makes more sense if you have kids to know your death date, maybe so that you could just do whatever you can with your kids. Or, you know, you oh, frick, I got another 60 years. Oh, shit. Like, you don't have to worry about getting everything, like, cramming all the things you want to do in a certain period of time. Um, woo! Between that whiskey and coffee, you guys, <laughs> the maple whiskey coffee and this, uh, I'm feeling it. You can probably tell. <laughs> I'm really tempted to do this with my hair. I'm gonna just it up. Part of my language. But then I regret it and put it back. <laughs> I have so much texturizing spray. My hair feels like... Okay, listen, I want you to see if you can hear this. Like, hey. My hair feels like hay with all this texturizing spray. Okay, so last time I skipped kitty twisters and I'm not going to do it this time. So now it's time for a segment that I like to call kitty twisters. A guy bought a new fridge for his house to get rid of his old fridge. He put it in, in his front yard and hung a sign on it saying free to a good home. You want it, you take it. For three days, the fridge sat there without even one person looking twice at it. He eventually decided that people were rather skeptical about such a good deal, so he changed the sign to fridge for sale, $50. The next day, someone stole it. <laughs> okay, this is sexist, but I'm gonna read it anyway. Wife talking to husband. Wife. Why is it that in chess, the king can only move one space at a time Queens are free to move wherever they like. The husband says, that's because the board looks like a kitchen floor. <laughs> uh. I keep hearing people yelling, free Britney. That sounds amazing, but how do I get myself one? Where are all the Britneys? <laughs> okay, this is long-winded. I'm going to try to get through it without screwing it up. Okay. A blonde, a brunette, and a redhead are trapped on a desert island. They have been stuck there for five days and have run out of food and water. In desperation, they all go to the beach where they stumble upon a magic lamp. They rub the lamp and a genie pops out and says to the trio, thank you for freeing me. I shall grant you all one wish as payment. Excitedly, the brunette steps forward and says, I wish to go to Paris. And the genie blinks his eyes and the brunette is teleported to Paris. Next, the redhead steps forward and shouts, I wish to go to New York. The genie blinks his eyes and the redhead is teleported to New York. The genie then turns to the blonde and says, and what of you? What do you wish for? The blonde thinks for a second and says, I don't know, I'm bored. I wish my friends were here. 
and assuming they all just teleported right back to the deserted island. This is a joke, the only joke that made me laugh out loud, so hopefully it makes you laugh out loud. It's called the duck joke. <laughs> the duck joke. Three ducks were arrested in a park and had to appear in court. The judge says, come up one by one and state your name and what you did. The first duck comes up and says, my name is Quack and I got arrested for blowing bubbles in the park. The judge says, that's ridiculous. You're free to go. The next duck comes up and says, my name is Quack Quack and I got arrested for blowing bubbles in the park. The judge again says, that is ridiculous and you are free to go. The third duck comes up and says, hey, my name is Bubbles. <laughs> Ducks blowing each other in the park, huh? You know how people were joking about 2021 sounding like 2021? Like 2020 is the winner? Like 2021. Well, the next year is 2022. Only when that year is over will it finally be 2023. So you have to read the joke maybe to get it. <laughs> I shouldn't have read it even. Uh, maybe you got it. But only when that year is over will it finally be 2023. <laughs> Not 2021. Woo! They won! Not 2022. 2020. Again. 2023. Will it be 2023? That concludes Kitty Twisters. Well, everyone, <laughs> that concludes. Mm, what am I doing? <laughs> Kitty Licker. I'm just joking. Well, everyone, that concludes Kitty Licker episode 40. That's L I Q U O R. Don't get it twisted. I'm Cat Wonders. Thank you so much for watching or listening. If you're watching this podcast, then please be sure to download it. If you're traveling, say you don't want to stream it on YouTube, um, on Spotify, Apple Music, Aud Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Audible, Google, you name it, you can find it. Um, and if you are listening to this podcast, there is definitely a video version on YouTube where you can find all the links, the recipes, see my outfits and my wild hair and uh, just kind of get the most out of kitty liquor. I have started a new free OnlyFans and uh, the link will be down below in the description box. Um, the link tree link is what you want to click on. And I'm going to be posting the recipe as well as there was a video that I was going to link to if I can remember, but otherwise I think I gave you instructions as to how to find it. Email me at kittylickerpodcast at gmail.com in case you have suggestions, questions, all that good stuff. And um, yes, episode 40 is complete. I feel like I'm going to do something special for like my one year anniversary. Do you have suggestions for that as well? Maybe? Let me know. Um, and also in the comments down below, please let me know your thoughts and interact with me. I read all my comments. Like this video if you're watching it and uh, subscribe so you don't miss my future content. And I have like random dirt. I think it's actually from, what is this from? It's all over. It's from the bag. And I probably have freaking dirt on my face. Luckily not that I can tell, but I touched the bag, the doll's kill bag, and look at my fingers. Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> thank you all so, so much for tuning in and spending this time with me. I really appreciate it. I hope you have an amazing week, uh, weekend, and uh, I'll see you in my next video. Bye.